Welcome to Lifelines, a poem to save the day. Every day for 40 days. My name is Malcolm Doney and in these short episodes a poet reads one of their poems and talks about it. A lifeline to take you through a day or send you into a night. An awakening perhaps, a prayer. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Today's poet is Catherine Venn. Hildegard of Bingen reads Flannery O'Connor's prayer journal. Today I have proved a glutton of myself, for scotch, oatmeal cookies and erotic thought. There is nothing left to say of me. There is nothing left to say of me. For vermouth I meant to serve to friends, lying too long in bed, and daydreams about men I haven't met. For booze that drapes the whole next day with guilt, cheap biscuits after church, eaten not in hunger or because they taste good, but out of boredom, and they were there. Kissing men I didn't like, ditto. For the intoxicant of screens glowing with the bad opinions of people I barely know and can't stand. Lying too long in bed, again, to the point where even the cat is disgusted with me. Telling myself, I'll get up in ten minutes, at half past, definitely on the hour. Riffling through all the wrongs done me like a roller decks of grubby business cards, of the former friends I'd hide in supermarket aisles to avoid, when I could have got up to listen to the rain and the birds staking their claims wetly. There is nothing left to say of me. There is nothing left to say of me. O child, when silenced by the weight of our desires, it's then we hear the word who contemplated us before time's dawn in all the frailty of our being. The word who's pleased to win our winding love, the way the dog rose loves the pine and scrambles to its crown by virtue of her thorns. He is the greening power that makes us climb and bud and bloom and fruit and scent the evening's cool. Not enough for him to climb to heaven, he must take us with him, each fragile one transfigured to a rose, to pierce him, even as he wears us as his crown, the weightless burden of his love. This poem came from reading two amazing women separated by geography and time. Flannery O'Connor, the 20th century American novelist and short story writer, and Hildegard of Bingen, the 12th century Benedictine theologian, composer and mystic. I'd read Flannery O'Connor's short prayer journal, whose trinity of gluttony, scotch, oatmeal cookies and erotic thought, I was really struck by, and which I quote at the beginning of the poem. And then I was slowly working my way through Hildegard of Bingen's selected works, which is a much more challenging read. There's a lot that separates us from the 12th century, and her mystic writing is dense and can feel very alien. But it's also completely bewitching, and I was drawn to the way she writes about God's action in the world as a kind of greening power. So the two women and their spiritual search in very different times and ways met together in my head, and I began to wonder what Hildegard would have made of Flannery's prayer journal, and in particular if she'd snuck a peek at the despairing lines that open the poem. There is nothing left to say of me. Hildegard would have given spiritual direction to those in her abbey, and we also know that she advised some of Europe's most powerful men, 
So I don't think she'd have been phased by the poem's catalogue of things it's easy to glut ourselves on. Booze or other depressants, the things we know aren't the best for us, fantasies and daydreams. But what might her response have been? Hildegard of Bingen reads Flannery O'Connor's prayer journal. Today I have proved a glutton of myself, for scotch, oatmeal cookies and erotic thought. There is nothing left to say of me. There is nothing left to say of me. For vermouth I meant to serve to friends, lying too long in bed, and daydreams about men I haven't met. For booze that drapes the whole next day with guilt, cheap biscuits after church, eaten not in hunger or because they taste good, but out of boredom, and they were there. Kissing men I didn't like, ditto. For the intoxicant of screens glowing with the bad opinions of people I barely know and can't stand. Lying too long in bed, again, to the point where even the cat is disgusted with me. Telling myself I'll get up in ten minutes, at half past, definitely on the hour. Riffling through all the wrongs done me like a roller decks of grubby business cards of the former friends I'd hide in supermarket aisles to avoid when I could have got up to listen to the rain and the birds staking their claims wetly. There is nothing left to say of me. There is nothing left to say of me. O oh child, when silenced by the weight of our desires, it's then we hear the word who contemplated us before time's dawn in all the frailty of our being. The word who's pleased to win our winding love the way the dog rose loves the pine and scrambles to its crown by virtue of her thorns. He is the greening power that makes us climb and bud and bloom and fruit and scent the evening's cool. Not enough for him to climb to heaven, he must take us with him, each fragile one transfigured to a rose to pierce him, even as he wears us as his crown, the weightless burden of his love. Find all episodes of Lifelines, Season 1 and Season 2, at lifelines-book.com. That's where you'll also find more on our poets and their poems, and on Lifelines the Book, a collection of notes on life and love and faith and doubt. As well as our poets, this podcast is giving thanks to Malcolm Doney and to Rick Lee for making the music and editing each episode and to you for tuning in.